PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. We've heard that listening to others can be a big part of one's overall success. But this week we focus on reflection with Tom Thibodeau, who reminds us to press the pause button of life and listen to ourselves. We all need time for self-reflection. We need time to stand back, look at our daily activity, make a decision as to what is important and what is urgent. If we don't, we will spend all of our lives doing that which is urgent and miss out on what is important. What's most important, of course, are our personal relationships, our relationships with our family members, our relationship with our friends, our relationship with our communities, but also the importance of having a healthy relationship with oneself. Jesus, the greatest teacher of all time, said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Self-love demands that I take time for myself, that I take time to reflect upon my life. I look at the gifts that I've been given. I look at the strengths that I use each and every day to make other people's lives better. I recognize that there have been times in my life in which I've fallen short, and I have to embrace those moments and also then offer myself a bit of self-forgiveness at those times. We do not have to be perfect. Jewish Talmud says that God loves goodness more than God loves perfection. Uh, the importance in terms of, of, of recognizing what is good and right and just in our life demands that we kind of step back and pay attention to who we are and what we're doing every day. A wonderful image that comes from Ronald Heifetz at Harvard says this, all of us need to be involved on the dance floor. We're engaged in the dance, but all of us need to step up to the balcony and let's look in terms of what's taking place on the dance floor. Look, look at the patterns. Well, that's the way in which our lives, each and every day, we're engaged in so many tasks, so many activities, high levels of responsibility. But we also need time to kind of step back up onto the balcony and look at what's taking place, the patterns that are being developed. I think this is very important for everyone today because of the rate of change that's taking place in our culture. One of the gifts we give to ourselves is to step back and rest. On all of our devices, we have a pause button. How important it is just to hit pause. Einstein says that as you decrease activity, you increase clarity. So we all have to find ways in which to hit the pause button. We have to find ways in which to find those moments where we're searching for clarity rather than productivity. For some people, it might be fishing. For others, it might be sitting out in a lawn chair on a warm night and watching the sun set. For others, it's taking a nice long walk. For others, it's reading a book. For others, it's being quiet. For others, it's praying. For some people, it's art, throwing pots, painting pictures, memorizing poetry. But each of us can have a way in which we find a center that allows us to slow down gives us space, and brings a level of clarity to our thoughts and our daily activities. The understanding of contemplation is to take a long, loving look at the real. It's the ability to concentrate. Concentrate comes from two Latin words, cum centrus, it means to live with a center. We see this all the time when we see people um, in professional sports. What do they do before they're engaged in their competition? They take time to reflect they take time to be mindful. They contemplate in terms of what it is that they need to do. 
football teams do that before they go out in the field. You see that in our marvelous gymnasts at the Olympic level. You see that in terms of people when they before they prepare for a concert. You see it when surgeons prepare for a surgery. They step back. They gain a moment of silence. They focus on what is really real and develop, if you will, the strong sense of concentration. I love this phrase, concentrate, concentrate. Pressure is the feeling you get when you don't concentrate. The present moment is never intolerable. What's intolerable is having your mind on what's taking place two weeks from now while you're sitting in a chair or in a meeting, worried about what happened last week rather than focusing on the present moment. When we hit the pause button, it allows us to be present and not to be distracted. The greatest temptation of everyone in leadership these days is constant distraction because everything is meant to distract us. That's what technology does. It distracts us. So if you're working on a project and I come in to interrupt you, it takes you 19 minutes to get back to where you were. Oftentimes you think to yourself, I didn't get anything done today. And the reason is you didn't get anything done. You are constantly being pulled apart, taken off task. And yet, when you learn to concentrate, when you learn to pause, when you learn to focus, things become that much more clear, much more manageable, and much more whole. Meditation comes from the Latin word meditatio, which means to think. That when you meditate, you're really able to, to think and not to be distracted. And so what happens during meditation? People think about one thought, one word, one breath. Take one thing at a time in that present moment, and it allows you to be that much more creative and innovative. When people feel so overwhelmed and oftentimes desperate, it's because we haven't had the time just to think and to be present. And it's just so healthy. So what happens now? The Center for Healthy Minds at the University of Wisconsin in Madison they're looking at the long-term effects of people who meditate on a regular basis, people who take time to pause, to contemplate, to be still, and to be quiet. And they're finding that this is a physiological response that our brains need to slow down and to be still. It does it for our blood pressure, but then it also allows for our thoughts to be that much more creative and dynamic rather than staying in a rut. What I love to tell people in presentations, the only difference between a rut and a grave is to the depth and how long you plan to stay. And what happens if you continue to repeat patterns of thinking that aren't working for you? You have to be able to stop and say, okay, what is it that I need to do differently? How do I need to act differently? How do I need to think differently? As we change our own thinking patterns, what happens? We begin to change the way in which we look at our lives our world, and of course, the people that we love. The brain, in order to be healthy, and of course, the brain begins to have a great effect on our thoughts, have a great effect on our health, have a great effect on our work, on our relationships. Three things. One, the brain needs rest. Remember when people said, take, think of Sunday. Sunday was a day of rest. And now we kind of almost make, oh, how quaint. We need time for rest. Gallup organization, effective leaders get between eight and nine hours of sleep a night. How important it is for the brain to rest, not to be overstimulated. Second, 
what the brain needs is uplifting experiences. And so when we're, the things that we choose to watch, the things that we choose to read, the things that we choose to think about have an effect on our mood. And what happens in terms of meditation, the most popular or powerful meditation is one of gratitude. There's to spend time in silence and just reminisce about all the many ways in which you have a good health, enough to eat, a place to live. Think of all the people that are suffering in California right now with the fires. All of a sudden, having a, a, a lawn, ha- having, a, having a place to go at night, you know, that what, where water was, was, was available. All these things that we oftentimes take for granted are enhanced in terms of gratitude. And when you take time to meditate, to think, to pause, we become much more grateful. What do we also know? is that studies in positive psychology over the last 20 years have reminded us that the most happy people are the people that are most grateful. I think many people would agree with me that nothing really significant in our lives happens at 70 miles an hour. Everything that's important in our lives happens when we slow down. A conversation with a child, being in contact with a friend, a leisurely dinner with a family, the ability to look back at a day's work and appreciate of all the things that got done in the course of the day. Certainly not perfect, but very good. This is what pause helps us to do. And that level of self-awareness allows for new opportunities. Self-awareness creates hope. You're not stuck. There are options. What's really amazing is when a whole group stops to meditate, stops to think together, stops to understand that silence is important for all of us. And every once in a while we have those kinds of experiences that really begin to teach us that if we are gonna move forward, we have to be able to look back as to what has happened previously, focus on our energy as to where we are now, and give credence to the dreams that we wanna dream. We become our habits. So make it a habit to take five or 10 minutes a day just to think, to reflect, to be grateful, to pause. One of the true disciplines of our time is to limit my access to technology. If you do not, technology will take over every corner of your life. Look for moments of silence. Reconnect with nature. Pay attention to what's going on in your own life, your own level of stress, your own level of well-being, but you have to be able to step away from technology in order to do that because technology will continue to distract us. Share your intent with other people. Don't think that you have to do it alone. What's amazing, people are afraid sometimes of spending time alone, of hitting the pause button, of being silent, uh, thinking that, well, other people will think me to be odd or what are you doing? And what's quite honestly is you tell people if you do this on a regular basis, you will draw the admiration of others who will be saying to you, how did you come to that? I've been wanting to do that for such a long time, and I've never done it. And you start talking about the practice that you have now initiated for yourself, and then begin to look at the effects it has. And then finally, record your progress. Not every day is going to be easy. Some days your mind's going to be wandering, racing. You're not going to be able to slow down. 
But over a period of time, if you write about it, this is what's taking place today. These are the things that I'm grateful for. These are the things that I'm paying attention to. This is what's coming to the surface. Now I begin to tap into my own wisdom and have so much more to share with others. And uh, you, you think about it for just a moment, I, I kind of wonder for, for, for centuries, isn't that what farmers did? Being out in the field, walking behind the horses, you know, you, you were working during the whole time, and for many people, they saw the work as being monotonous. But for many farmers, they saw this as cultivation, staying focused, long rows of perfect furrows, seeds were planted, goodness was to be harvested in time. It takes a lot of slow to grow. Our thanks to Tom Thibodeau for joining us this week on the PDPW podcast. PDPW is Dairy's professional development organization. Producer-led and membership-based, we're here to share ideas, solutions, resources, and experiences that help individual dairy producers and our industry as a whole succeed. Thank you for listening. More details at pdpw.org.